If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. This is how I record my podcast and it has everything that I need. I've edited and added music all right from my phone. So get started with Anchor today. Hello, everyone. This is Crystal, and welcome back to the podcast. I just want to let you know real quick that we have a new name. We are now the All Things Dark Podcast. I'm actually here today to make a special episode about the Gabby Petito case. This case is starting to really gain traction. More and more information is coming out, and the more information that comes out, the more people are starting to worry for this young lady. So I've been asked by some of my listeners to make a podcast with a timeline so that they can have an easier time keeping up with what police know as of now. So that's what I'm going to do for you all. So on July 22nd, 22 year old Gabby Petito starts on a cross country trip with her fiance, Brian Landry. It was planned to be a four month trip. They were traveling in Gabby's white 2012 Ford Transit van. Brian had made a post on social media stating that they had converted the inside so they could cook meals. Following their post, you can see they traveled from Florida to Kansas, Colorado, and Utah. They camped in national parks and explored national attractions. It was actually quite easy to follow them on their trip. They were very active on social media. This was a couple that regularly checked in with their followers and family. On August 12th, the police had actually made contact with Gabby and Brian when they got reports of disorderly conduct involving the couple. There was a witness present that the police also spoke to. Gabby and Brian are said to have gotten into a physical altercation after having an argument. Police report that, quote, both the male and female reported they are in love and engaged to be married and desperately didn't wish to see anybody charged with the crime. This was written down by Officer Eric Pratt. So at the suggestion of the officers, Gabby and Brian separate for the night. Gabby is described by the officers as being confused and emotional. They also write that after evaluating the circumstances, I do not believe the situation escalated to the level of a domestic assault as much as that of a mental health crisis. No charges were filed. It's also reported that Landry said the pair had been traveling together for the last four or five months. August 25th is the last day that's known about anything about Gabby's whereabouts. A verified GoFundMe account has since been set up to help raise money for the search and rescue efforts. Gabby's last known location was in Grand Tinton, Wyoming on 8-25-21, headed towards Yellowstone National Park. Her stepfather, Jimmy Smith, told CNN that she had always had regular contact with her mother and family. He is quoted as saying, she would go off the grid doing her van life stuff, exploring those different areas. So it wasn't uncommon for her to go off for a few days at a time. 
but she'd always make her way back to some place where she could get a Wi-Fi connection, upload to her Instagram, make phone calls, FaceTime. Josh Taylor, a spokesman for the Northport, Northport, Florida Police Department, made this statement. Someone who's been traveling and contacting family and then all of a sudden goes dark, that's obviously odd. August 30th, Gabby's mother, Nicole Smith, said the last text message from her daughter comes in. She has since said she wasn't sure the text message was from her daughter. On this day, Brian allegedly returns home to Northport. He goes to the home he and Gabby shares with his parents. Police say he drove Gabby's van, but she was not with him. September 11th. Gabby's family reports her missing to the Sulphic Police Department in New York at 6.55 p.m. They report to them because this is where Gabby and Brian had previously lived right before moving to Florida. When police in Florida knocked on Brian's door that night, his parents handed them a lawyer's phone number. He wouldn't speak to them. This man didn't even come to the door himself. He allowed his parents to answer the door. He was not cooperating from the beginning. Josh Taylor releases another statement saying, we don't know what Brian knows, that's the bottom line. We are hopeful to talk to him, he needs to talk to us. We need to know exactly where he was, where she was, their last location, and the fact he was back here for 10 days, again, the family reported her missing 10 days later. Their van was repossessed for evidence and Taylor said there was some materials that will be further investigated. September 15th, on Wednesday, Brian was officially named a person of interest in Gabby's disappearance and Norfolk police have since said he was hindering the investigation. He has never made himself available to investigators for an interview, nor will he provide any details that are helpful in finding Abby. His attorney gave the following statement, addressing Brian's silence about Gabby. Many people are wondering why Mr. Landry would not make a statement or speak with law enforcement in the face of Miss Petito's absence. In my experience, intimate partners are often the first person law enforcement focuses their attention on in cases like this. And the wearing that any statement made will be used against you is true, regardless of whether my client had anything to do with Miss T- Petito's disappearance. As such, on the evidence of cancel, Mr. Landry is not speaking on the matter. I've been informed that the Northport, Florida police have named Brian Landry as a person of interest in this matter. This formality has not really changed the circumstances of Mr. Landry being the focus and attention of law enforcement. And Mr. Lander will continue to remain silent on the advice of counsel. These so far are the biggest pieces of information we have regarding this case. However, there are more interesting aspects that are worth mentioning. You can watch the video of police making contact with Gabby and Brian in regard to the domestic call against them. And it's very obvious how upset Gabby is. She's just really distraught. It's obvious that something happened to her before the police made contact with them. And I would suggest you watch it so that you can get more of a feel of what she was like that day. Police have made it public that they are not ruling out any incidents that happened near where Gabby went missing. Utah investigators have not ruled out a potential connection between this case and another another case that happened at the campgrounds there. A grisly double homicide that left newlyweds dead and a 
and an apparent lover's quarrel involving a woman who's now gone missing seem to be connected. This is how it's worded in the news article that I read. A police, a police spokesman stated, we're looking at everything. I mean, anything and everything that was suspicious around that time. We're not ruling anything out at this time. We're investigating information as it comes in. The case that they're referencing is the case of Crystal Turner, 38, and Kylan Schultz, I hope I said her name right, 24, who were last seen on August 13 at Woody's Tavern on Main Street in Moab. They were found shot to death in the South Mesa area of the La Salle Loop Road five days later. Deputies have not yet identified a suspect and they are investigating all possible leads. A friend discovered the victims partially undressed and riddled with bullet holes, according to a warrant obtained by the Salt Lake City-based Fox 13. The proximity of time and location prompted that these two incidents may share a closer connection. On September 1st, there is a series of songs that appeared on Gabby's Spotify. The songs are described as haunting, and the list was made one day after Gabby's mother received the last text message from her. Many of the songs collected on an account she appeared to share with her fiance, Brian, were focused on love and heartache. Some of the lyrics are, your woman is your angel, is, le is your left side, is your whole life, easily the most beautiful thing in the world. She'll soothe you, she'll accuse you, she'll confuse you, she'll lose you but always be the best friend you have in the world. That's a song by Matt Berry's, by Matt Berry and it's entitled Woman. Another song, Take My Hand, is about picking up a stranger at a bar. The Badger's Wake is about a badger decomposing underground. These were all added onto a playlist that appeared on Mountaintop's playlist on September 1st. A day before that, a new list emerged titled Self-Consumption. Many people are speculating that these songs were not added by, by Gabby because she's already missing at this point. She has not made contact and just self-consumption doesn't sound like something that somebody would put onto a playlist typically. I'm not saying there aren't people who wouldn't, but I just never heard of anyone naming a playlist called self-consumption before. This is also so concerning to me and the more days that pass, the more concerning it is. The most important questions are, where's Gabby? What happened on the days before she went missing, just days prior, what happened to her and or Brian? Why isn't Brian Landry willing to speak with anyone? It's all very confusing and it's just really suspicious that this young man is not willing to speak with anyone. And I understand the innocent until proven guilty, but if you're innocent, you usually talk to people. So right now, Gabby's whereabouts are up in the air. Brian's possible guilt is up in the air. And everybody is just watching this, hanging on to everything that the police are willing to give and make publicly right now. This, as you all know, is an ongoing case, and I'm going to update any information that comes forward as it's reported. Be sure to check out my Facebook page because I'll be sharing there first. But if anything, anything at all that is deemed super, super important happens, I will make another short episode here for all of you to hear what's going on. As of right now, 
This is all that I know. And as far as I know, this is the most important things dealing with this case. If you know anything else, please drop me a comment on my Facebook page so that I can be aware that something else was discovered while I was making this episode. And I will see you on my next regular episode later. Bye.